Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and you're tuned in to Next Level Leader Podcast. So grateful to have you connected on today, and this is the place where we come together as leaders to share strategies and things we believe will be a blessing to you. I want to thank all of you so much in advance for supporting this podcast. Folks all around the world, literally, are supporting this, and I thank you so much. Thank all of you so much for sharing it, and I encourage you to share this podcast with as many people as you can is our desire to reach a million people on this platform. And I'm thankful. Leadership matters. Leadership is where champions are made. It's where we do this the right way. And I believe that's a leader literally being developed inside of you. And a part of that is making certain you surround yourself with the right people, and the right strategies. And I believe in principles that can help you be the next level leader God has placed you on the planet to become. I want to encourage you also to follow me at Joseph Walker 3. It's Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. It would mean much if you did that. Follow me right now, Joseph Walker 3. Let me know that this leadership podcast is being a blessing to you. And also encourage you to go to josephwalker3.org for more of our content, things that we're doing, and books and things of that nature. I encourage you to go out and get it. And I really appreciate you in advance. So thank you, thank you, and thank you. Truly, truly, uh, I'm appreciative of all of you. and. So very, very thankful for the opportunity to be able to uh, share this podcast today. Here we are today. I want to talk about getting your vision off the ground. Now, every leader has a vision. And one of the things I have noticed is that often people struggle with moving that vision from theory to praxis. We have these ideas we talk about, but we don't have a path forward. Great ideas kind of happen in the lab, if you will, in our homes, in our offices. You know, we whiteboard and we think about, wow, this would be a great idea, but I don't know how to move that thing off the ground. Today, I want to give you some practical strategies that I believe can help get your vision off of the ground. Are you ready? I'm ready to share it with you. Let's go. Here's number one. Be clear about what you're trying to accomplish. One of the things of vision is that it is often given to us in a broad sense. It's rooted in our passion. And so oftentimes we have to be very clear and concise concerning what specifically we're trying to do. Here's a question I want you to ponder. What specifically do you want to accomplish? And that sounds interesting. That sounds easy, right? And sometimes people will give you an incredibly long paragraph explaining I want to do this and that, and I want to impact this and that. No, 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 no. I want you to really process what is the main theme that runs between all the things you're passionate about? What are you trying to accomplish? Because remember, the Bible says that vision must be written. Those who read it can run with it. So if I don't have clarity concerning my vision, if I'm not crystal clear specifically about what I'm trying to accomplish, it'll all be a naught. So I want you to really process that, think through that, and I want you to really, really understand 
the significance, the importance of vision in terms of what you're trying to accomplish. The next thing I want you to do is I want you to be clear about why you are doing it. One of the things I learned many years ago is to really be driven by my why, to really ask myself, what was my motivation? Am I doing this because it's popular? Am I doing it because it's feeding some need to be needed? Am I doing this because I'm competing with someone else who did something great and I want my name to be in the conversation? Or am I doing this because there is an authentic and pure why tied to the vision? You have to be clear as to why you're doing it. Now, make no mistake about it. Whatever vision we accomplish must fill a void. It must meet a need. Keep referencing my book, No Opportunity Wasted, The Art of Execution, Chapter 1. We are born to solve a problem. So if I understand that, it's clear to me. (laughs) It's crystal clear to me in that moment that I have to be very, very certain of my why. Your why is your motivating factor. Your why is what gets you beyond the frustration. Your why is what gets you beyond the tiredness. The why is what gets you out of the bed. When I'm under attack or I'm dealing with negative criticism, it's my why that keeps me going, knowing that I am seeing the fruit of what I am doing in the why I'm doing it. I am seeing lives be blessed. I'm hearing testimonies. I'm seeing people go from one economic space to another, all because of the vision that God has given to me. And so as a consequence, that's my why. That's what gets me up every day. If you're not clear about why, and you're going to lose sight of what you're doing, and it's going to be skewed, and your motives will be off. Make sure your motives are pure. Make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. Be clear about your why. I want you to take a moment. Think about that. I want you to really take a moment, even if you have to pause this podcast and write down, what is my why? And ask yourself, is that sufficient enough to get this vision off of the ground? The third thing is that I have to be determined to scale based upon what I want. Determine the scale. What scale do you want to accomplish this? How big do you want it? How small? How medium? What, what's the size? What, what's the reach? Sometimes when we have vision, we want to get it off the ground. I always tell people, how big do you want it? What do you want to touch? Who do you want to reach? How large do you want this thing to be? The world, is it global? Is it, is it national? Is it regional? Is it local? What is the scale? Scale matters. And you got to be clear from the very beginning. You know, I talk all the time. Every time I open this podcast up, you hear me say, I want to reach over a million people. My scale is in millions. I want to reach millions of people for Christ. I want to reach millions of people to help them become the better leaders they can become. So whatever your scale is will really attach itself to the energy you place behind it. Think about that for a moment. If your scale is just, you know, I just want to touch a few people. I want to just, you know, have a small business over here and do this and do that. Well, then that's what you will prepare for. Only prepare for the scale to whom you're trying to reach. You know, it's interesting. I um, remember hearing a story about two men going fishing with their sons. And they were fishing and uh, one son and his father were catching nothing but frustration while the other son and his father were catching fish. But they were throwing them back, these big fish. And... They were so curious, the ones who were catching nothing. 
I said, why would they be throwing these big fish back and we're catching nothing? So they pushed their boat a little closer, rolled their boat a little closer to their boat to ask, why are you guys throwing these fish back? It's hard enough just trying to catch one fish. I've seen you throw eight or nine back big fish. They looked inside of their boat and noticed they were measuring the fish when they caught them. They had this small frying pan. And the father said, well, we only throw back what doesn't fit in the pan. (laughs) And I thought to myself, wow, is your pan too small? Is your pan, your scale too small? Like you want to do these things, but you... Your scale, you only can receive what you prepare to receive. I think you got that point clearly. So this is important because you, you're going to build an infrastructure based on the scale. You're going to surround yourself with the people who understand the scale. You can only receive. Say it loud with me. You can only receive what you are prepared to receive. Is your pan too small? Number four is that I must then acquire the capital to do it. Capital stacks matter. I mean, if you've never heard that term, it's putting together a series of folks and lenders who are going to help you achieve what you're trying to do. And so what are the sources of income? Well, are they grants? Are they small business loans? What are they? Are they, you know, people who are investing personally into what you're trying to do? What does your capital stack look like? Acquire the capital to do it based on the scale. And often when you go and acquire the capital, people want to know what scale are you trying to do it so you don't run out of money. So if you're going to get your vision off the ground, be very clear that you have the capital up front. Acquire the capital. Be very intentional about making certain you don't just acquire the capital just to get it done, but acquire the capital to be able to maintain what you've accomplished. There's a lot of resources out there to help you with obtaining capital. And I would definitely encourage you to look into your small business association there. I would encourage you to talk to people in banking who work with businesses and getting ventures off the ground. There's a lot of venture capitalists out there, a lot of people that are willing to invest in creative and innovative ideas that that show the proper scale, that have very specific objectives and the why is pure. There's a lot of opportunities out there if you're willing to do the work. Nobody's just going to give you the money, though. Make sure you have your ducks lined up in a row. I just want to encourage you, acquire the capital. Don't go out and do this without the capital. You have to acquire it because you'll be frustrated because you'll say, you know, I want to do this, but I've run out, can't go forward, and people are only going to volunteer for so long. So make certain that you acquire the capital to do it. Now, here's number five. I want to spend a little time here. Developing a marketing strategy, a detailed marketing strategy to that point. When I talk about this is that marketing, it matters. People don't often put a lot of investment in that. One of the things I've tried to do in everything I've touched is really focus in on having the right persons there for marketing because marketing absolutely matters. How we accomplish what we accomplish and do what we do is tied to the marketing strategies we employ. So as a consequence, it's very, very important that we develop detailed marketing that we have very strategic marketing tied to the you know, consumer base we're trying to reach, doing market research, understanding how to reach that market in the digital space, maximizing our social media platforms, making sure our print media is there, making certain that we are positioning ourselves in whatever areas to promote and push what we're trying to do. If people don't know about it, they just don't know about it. And if they don't know about it, they just don't know about it. I think you understand what I'm saying. So find you a good marketing team, a marketing strategist, a marketing professional that can help 
position your vision, take your vision, crystallize your vision, make it clear, make the why important, make the why amplified into the vision, and then be willing to invest in capital to push this so that others might come alongside and support. Now, you think about this for a moment, the why. You ever seen one of those commercials, Saturday morning, St. Jude Children's Research Hospital or Shriners, et cetera? You know what they are promoting? They're not promoting so much what they're doing, though they are. The main focus of those commercials is the why. It's seeing those children. It's seeing those parents. It's the why. So this is why I said a why must be important because when you market, we oftentimes think about marketing as what we're going to do, when we're going to do it, where we're going to do it, and what time it's going to happen. I want you to think about why you are doing it and let the marketing strategy be detailed, focused on the why. And there it is. That's exactly where it is. But then I want you to think about how to identify and engage strategic partners. Vision doesn't happen in a vacuum. You have to be willing to have people to come alongside your vision to really help push it forward. There are a lot of people I talk to all the time who are trying to do it by themselves or they don't realize all the resources that are available. There are people out there that are doing extraordinary things and you got to learn how to connect with those folks and make certain that your vision comes to pass. Who are the strategic partners in every area? One of the things I try to identify is who's doing this work well and who's doing it in this lane? Because I want to make sure I have partners in banking. I want to make sure I have partners, you know, in city planning. I want to make sure I have partners in the hotel industry. I want to make sure I have partners in every industry, in catering, et cetera. Because when I prepare programs and do things, I want to know who to call, who to connect with. This is why it's so important to identify and engage strategic partners. When you do that, man, it, it's an amazing thing that evolves from that. So I just want to encourage you. I want to just really stress the importance of making sure you engage, not just identify. Go have those meetings. Sit down with those folks. Share your vision. Find out what resources they have to help you. Sometimes it's just one lead. You're one lead away from a breakthrough. You're one lead away from something happening in your life. So I just believe with all of my heart that if you, as a next level leader, not only identify who these folks are, but put yourself in those folks' presence, have meetings, talk to them, learn from them, get the information, and develop partnerships that will pay huge dividends up the road. You've heard it said over and over again, and I will say it now. It's not always what you know. You got it, <laughs> but it's who you know. Let's go back and review what we've heard so far. First of all, as we talk about getting our vision off the ground, we talked about being clear about what we are trying to accomplish. We want to bring clarity to our vision. We don't want it to be all over the place. We know there's a lot of things we're passionate about, but there's some specific things we're trying to do and to accomplish. And so we want to be very, very clear to crystallize our vision, what we're trying to accomplish. Secondly, we want to be clear about our why. We don't want our why to be skewed or or our motive to be wrong. But why am I doing this? I'm doing this because I want to see people's lives blessed. I want to see the community go to the next level. I want to see children enhancing their education. I want to see better reading scores. What is it? What is your why? It can't be because I want to be popular or because I want, you know, I want to make a million dollars this month. I mean, that may be great, but that's not big enough why. The why must be beyond you. When you think about a why, 
Think about something that doesn't impact you or you don't benefit from personally directly, but it blesses someone else first. And then you are blessed because you blessed others first. Three, what's the scale? Determine the scale you want to do. How big do you want this thing to be? You got to set out thinking about that. How big do you want? That's going to determine your infrastructure. That's going to determine a lot. So what is the scale? It's going to determine the energy you place behind it, how you see it, how you talk about it. If it's big, I always say that if you have a vision that doesn't scare you, it's really not a vision. <laughs> Let me say it again. If you have a vision that doesn't scare you, it's really not a vision. But then number four, we talked about acquiring capital. You have to acquire the capital to be able to do what you're trying to accomplish. That sounds easy, right? But you have to, once you have a clear vision, once you, you know, are able to articulate that, you go and you sit and talk to people who can help you acquire the capital. The capital stack matters. And then we talked about developing a detailed marketing strategy, which of course is going to be important as you market what you're attempting to do, sending that to someone that can help you promote the things you're trying to accomplish. Having a marketing strategy puts you in spaces that you otherwise would not be in, digital space. You know, it's a lot of low-hanging fruit there, and you can go and tap into all of that. So I just want to encourage you, get the right marketing team around you, the right marketing strategy, and uh, it will be of great benefit. Number six, identify and engage strategic partners. How do you do that? Well, it means I've got to know who the folks are, attend certain functions, network. I tell people all the time, your net worth can be determined by your network. You got to work your net. Go out there and talk to people. Find out who they are. Find out what they have to offer. Let them know you want to partner with them on certain initiatives. These are the meetings you see happening every day in Starbucks or in restaurants for lunch. You hear people talking. They're developing strategic partnerships. The final thing I want you to hear, and this is going to help those of us who are anxious, who are ready to get it done right now, be okay rolling it out in phases. Whatever vision you have, in order to get it off the ground, don't feel compelled that you have to do it all at one time. You don't have to boil the ocean. You bite an apple one bite at a time. Roll it out in phases. So phase your vision. Phase one, phase two, phase three. And therefore, even though the scale may be larger, you phase it so you don't put a lot of stress on the organization to get this done but they're able to get it done in phases and reward themselves and see the work and see what they've accomplished at one level. And then we're moving to the next level. That's how I've always tried to do, try to do things in phases, right? Because if I do it in phases, it's easier because I'm able to scale. I'm able to assess. I'm able to look at lessons learned before I go to the next phase. And I'm able to even manage money a little better that way because I, I can accomplish something. I can show people, okay, look what we've done right here. Now we want to go to phase two, support phase two. And I use phase one as the marketing strategy itself. I believe there's a great vision inside of you. As a next level leader, you got to get this off the ground. What I hope you've heard today are just some simple strategies that can help you move that thing from just theory to praxis, ideation to manifestation getting the vision you have up and going. Somebody's waiting on it. The world is waiting on it. Isn't that your real why? You want to be a blessing, to empower, to educate, to enhance the lives of others? Well, it's time to make that happen. I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. Wow. Ooh, I want to thank you. And I appreciate you so much for listening. 
Hope you've been blessed. Please let me know on Instagram at Joseph Walker, the number three, Joseph Walker three. Let me know how this podcast has blessed you. So many of you do it every week. Share it with someone else. And I thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, I pray blessings be upon you and yours. Until then, peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3. I look forward to connecting 